What's up, thotties? It's your last two fucking brain cells here. Wait, what? You heard me. Inner thoughts. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Hi, welcome back. This is our third ever official episode, and I am in a chatty mood. I don't know about you. <laughs> I, got, I got a lot on my mind. Um, I was, and then I hit the joint, and I'm like a little, a little tie tie. But it's okay. No, we're gonna pump it up. I have my matcha here, so I should probably really just chug that. What's going on with you, girl? What's the update? I actually ha- did not see you this weekend. <laughs> yeah, we haven't seen each other for a minute, actually. I know. Um, I went to one of my good friend from high school's wedding in Palm Springs. Um. Actually, she's not even my friend from high school. She's my friend from middle school. Mm-hmm. And it was a beautiful wedding. Very, like, Coachella vibes, kind of almost, like, boho chic um, gorge. And, yeah, it was really weird because I was, like, one of two in the entire wedding. Like, everyone who was invited, single girls. There was, <laughs> it was me and one other girl. And there was probably, like, six single guys. And it's very interesting to go to a wedding with that dynamic like all the single guys just like chasing after the bro like i feel like when you go to a wedding people just have this fantasy of like meeting someone and like hooking up with them and whatever yeah so yeah i literally went and i stayed with my best friend and her fiance um and we stayed in the room together and on the first night like there was a huge king bed three of us easily fit in it and on the first night um my best friend was already asleep and I was like ready to go to bed all the grooms party had come into our room and was like partying and I was the only girl and I was like all right I'm going to bed so I go in there three different guys came in the room and we're like oh are you sleeping in here like I'm like yeah and they were like oh, well, you know, there's room in my bed. Like, I have extra room if you need. Like, so you all three don't need to share. I'm like, no, I'm good, thanks. And by the way, this is a California... I saw it on FaceTime. This is a California king almost. It, yeah. was, huge. it was huge. The whole, the whole room I was I literally away. woke up in the morning and, like, didn't even feel either of them next to me in the yeah, bed. Yeah, you didn't even touch just, them. They're probably, yeah. like, spooning you over here, like, oh, I no, I think we all were, I think we were all individually sleeping, like, in our own lane and not even <laughs> felt anyone. It was huge. So it was just funny because they were like, oh, my God, like, you're all sleeping here. And then... Also, your friend is only, like, a pea size. So oh, yeah. Like, it wasn't easy not to touch literally her Literally the size of my pinky finger. <laughs> um, and it's funny, though, because obviously her fiancé and I have, like, a really good relationship, too. And he was, like, happy that I was sleeping in the bed with him. He's like, whatever. But all these other guys were coming in. They were just, like, inviting me. And I'm like, no, thanks. I'm good. And then someone asked, like, are you guys a thruple? <laughs> Was like yeah we're a thruple but anyways yeah interesting dynamic going to a wedding with way more single guys than girls and you got more weddings to go to being single as well uh, yeah this year and i mean who knows maybe i'll have a date by then hopefully we have yeah, a few lucky. months so either either if i'm your date or somebody yeah. else you will yeah. have a date don't you worry. exactly <laughs> i'll be your gay date probably and it was oh my god one of her friends that she's known forever who I've like heard about all my life um, was there and he's gay. And it was like mm-hmm. my first time meeting him. And he was like my you the weekend. Like we both were just vibing with each other so hard. Really? Yeah. I feel oh like I, I just I like get him. the gays. Like yeah. I just get the gays now. I'm, I'm a, a gays girl. <laughs> There's a lot of girls that want to be a girl's gay. 
or gays a gays girl right there's a lot of girls that want to like have that but they try too hard you know? oh, like, they, oh my god, oh my god. there's like girls that like like fantasize about gay men oh really yes That's not fantasize weird. but no like want to be friends with them like the, like a gay best friend is like so needed in every woman's life yeah i understand but girls would go and do the absolute most I'm telling you. lengths to get that yeah so pretty much that was my weekend and i feel still feel like i'm recovering somewhat we had a lot of fun and we partied a lot right lots oh of special gosh. chocolates um chocolates yeah some fun chocolates like dark chocolate um just like special ones oh yeah Oh my god, Anyways, what an eventful weekend. Yeah, that was my weekend. <laughs> oh, what were you up to this weekend? You I, had your own adventure too. Oh, I actually had a really low-key weekend this weekend. <laughs> yeah. I mean it was a very uneventful but also very fun weekend. I went to go see a friend. We hung out all weekend and this particular friend. Um <laughs> I'm like, why am I working my way around this? I don't know. Friends with benefits. What's your opinion on friends with benefits? <laughs> Do you have anybody that you're like that you're friends with? You can like go all the way with them and then pull back from that and be like okay but as i was saying like go back into these talks like or do you think, yeah do you think that some per do you think sometimes someone falls for each other um i've had both scenarios so i think it really just depends on the scenario but i do think a lot of times people catch feelings i have like the perfect friends with benefits from high school right we would literally just like hook up and that, that was that. Like, he's one of my good friends. And I love that for you. I never had a, I never had a friends of benefits up until like last year, I think. Oh, yeah. No. Like, I had no interest in dating him. He had already dated some of my friends. Yeah. And it was literally just like for funsies hookups. Um, but then you also have the friends with benefits situation where usually like one person catches feelings or sometimes both people catch feelings and then it becomes a situation shift. Yeah. So I have experience with all of the above. I, I have this thing. I think it's with everyone that no one wants to commit to the wrong person. So it's like, I mean, if you do start catching feelings in a situation like that, it's interesting because I, I'm I, for me, I am not looking for a relationship. I, yeah. do, I do not. I do not want to be in one right now. If it happens, it happens. But mm -hmm. like, it's not what I'm on the hunt for. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Unless it's like the perfect person. That makes sense. Right. Um, Even then it's like ugh, my eye is just not my mind isn't set on that, I guess. Yeah. I mean, how are you ever going to know if someone's the perfect person until you it takes dating someone and getting in those situations with yeah. them that like you find out who they are because, you know, I don't know. I just think as long as you feel like you can have trust with someone and communication. Yeah. Um, and I and think just like being friends with them in general is a really good way of finding that out. Right. You know? Right. I think the number one thing with friends of benefits is that both people know exactly what's going on. Like yes. this is just for fun. Love hang. I love you as a person, but I, I'm not in love with you. Right. There's a hard line, <laughs> fine line between that. And I think as both as long as both people know that, that is a successful, healthy friends of benefit situation. But, you know, lines can get blurred really easily. Yeah, because friends of benefits and then their situationships, like there's also kind of like a fine line between that too. Right. I think friends of benefits is literally you guys hang out and you fuck <laughs> like randomly. But then like yeah. you could literally hang out and like not have sex too and just like literally hang out and like kiki. Right. And like 
not have there be like sexual tension or emotions. It's like mm. really when you're just friends, like there's no emotion. Yeah. It's like involved. you're you don't touch each other, you're not kissing each other. It's, right. It's literally only in those intimate moments where you're both right. just feeling it. Great. And but then other I think, than that, it's just we're hanging out, we're friends. We're yeah. Playing video games, like it's nothing serious. Exactly. And then I think a situationship is more like when there's emotions that start getting involved. Give me more tea but about like, situationships. I don't think I've ever. Well, that's what I, I'm saying. I think it's like pretty much the same thing. It's like a relationship without the label or even if someone's not even like friends with benefits and then you yeah. hook up with them. Like if you guys Cash. kind of like lay down like, oh, we're just fucking then like that's one thing. But then it's all of a sudden once like feelings get involved on both parties. I think it has to be like yeah. both parties. Yeah. Um, but then I mean, no one is wanting to what like, do you call commit. it when one person or friends with benefits is starting to catch feelings. Well, then the I person. think the other person cuts that shit off real quick. Yeah. Cause if not they're not feeling that and they're not ever going to feel that, then like they lay that down. That's right. why communication is so key. Exactly. It so makes sure key. both people are on the same page. consistently. Right. right. Interesting. So, yeah. Anyways, I, mean, I guess that kind of like, brings up which we tried bringing up in our first episode but we really danced around the subject because we went off on so many tangents but like we did <laughs> dating in la let's finally <laughs> fucking talk about it because i feel like out here it is a lot of um hooking up hooking up friends with benefits people are getting to the situationships point because a lot of people's minds or eyes are on the prize elsewhere out here which is fine i feel that exhibit a right here mm-hmm. like a lot of people are not looking for relationships but right. for those people who are looking for relationships you know la is like i think like the worst city almost in the whole world to it's, like look it is tough dating out here in la right. i think beyond even just dating just finding real genuine relationships with real genuine people is tough yeah. Um, yeah, just like raw good people in LA. Right. It's rare enough as it is. Right. I think LA people get a bad rap for how they are. But if you actually meet people who are from LA or California, pretty much in general, they tend to be the most low key, down to earth people. It's everyone who transplants to LA that then thinks they have to act and look and, you know, be a certain way that they get ego involved and all this stuff but i feel like generally usually usually people from la are like better than people who just come here and give us that name you know and, and also like 90 percent of people out here are transplants of, right of some, exactly some sort, so that can be exactly. a lot of shitty people out here <laughs> yeah i think it's funny too because i think a lot of it goes to like status for girls and guys like nowadays with girls wanting to be like city girls and fucking material girls and all this shit there's like so much shit in the media being like you use men for their money like blah 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 and then out here it's funny because i think there's like a whole group of guys who like their lives are partying and just like clout like when you go to the freaking clubs out here there's always those tables where it's like bunch of guys they're rich like you know they're like trying to ball out and they're just like buying bottle service and for me like when i date someone I don't know. Shit like that doesn't impress me. Like, why are you in your mid 30s still at the club every weekend buying bottle service? Like, that's so cool that you have that money and you're wearing all this designer. But also, like, you know what would be cooler if you were saving that money to buy a house or investing it or you know what I mean? That's why I think it's kind of hard for me in L.A. dating because I don't know. One of the things is like I like to know who someone is as a person. I'd rather have someone who's broke, who has like ambition and drive and is smart so when they get money, they know what to do with it as opposed to like these fucking people getting money right now and like flexing it on the stupidest shit. Yeah. Spending on materialistic things or things that just don't 
pay off in the long run too. It's like, like you said, buying a house or investing it in something like, I don't know. It's really interesting. I think a lot of people come out here and blow their money and a lot of people out here don't last. Either if it's because they go broke or because things don't work out. I just, when you, I think that you just have to keep your eye on the prize. If you come to a city like this, especially in a relationship, because kind of going back to that, like a whole topic, like, I mean, I, like I said in previous episodes, I'm single my whole life and that has not changed in the last three years that I've been out here. So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. What is your experience been like dating in LA? Cause I know when we first met and you had kind of like just first moved out here, you were like almost, you're a little like intimidated kind of by the gay scene. Yeah. Okay. For There's a lot of reasons why I kind of, uh, for right now, I'm not like looking for a relationship being in this crazy city. Well, first of all, you go to these bars, West Hollywood, you know, good old Santa Monica Boulevard. It's where all the gays go. We all know and love it. And I go out, but great to have fun. But, you know, a lot of people meet each other and, you know, that night they go home with each other. And, you know, I... I, I've been close to going down those routes too, but at the end of the day, it's like if you meet someone at a bar, gay or straight, doesn't matter, and they're just down to hook up right when they meet you and right after they dance with you or just when they get start talking to you. It's like they're probably doing that the weekend before. They're probably going to do that again the weekend after. Like you just don't know what is up with other people and like if they're clean, if, if they're not, like. They, they have no obligation to tell you anything that's truthful, you know? So I mm-hmm. don't know. I feel like that's kind of like a subconscious thing that I need to work on and open myself up more. But, you know, there's there's truth to it, too. People out here are just kind of – I think I am intimidated because I just don't want to catch anything at the end of the day. Yeah. And also, I don't want to, like, get my heart broken, too, because I feel like I, I, I can't see a relationship lasting too long with someone that I meet at WeHo at the bar. But also – I. I don't know. I haven't really been down that route. Yeah. I think until you kind of like experience that. Also, I didn't, who knows? Maybe LA is not even where I'm meant to be to find the one, you know? I mean, yeah. who knows? I can, that can be anywhere, anytime. We'll yeah, see. I'm 22. Do you feel like you've really tried to give it a shot of dating in LA or no, not really? Um, Not really. Like I, I have the apps, but here I am on the apps. Like I, <laughs> I go on, I post my pictures say what I got to say, like, in the bio or whatever. And I kind of just, like, let people come to me. And I I, I have this thing where I just like, kind of scroll through and see all the people that have hit me up and matched mm. with or, or tapped. It depends on what app you're using. Um, if you're in the gay world, you know what tap is. Um, but, yeah, no, there hasn't been, like, any times where I'm, like, oh, like gone through, tried to pursue anything. It's kind of, like, the lack of motivation for me. At the end of the day, my eye is just not on the prize in that department right now. So, I really just, like, don't feel any pr- – I, I don't know. I honestly don't – besides conversations like these, I never think about being in a relationship yeah. at this point. Like, I do not want a boyfriend. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe it just maybe, – maybe I'm just wired wrong. I no, I don't think that. I think if anything, like, probably just because you've never even experienced it, like, you don't know what it's even like. So how do you miss or want something that you don't even know exactly what like, it is? Imagine me getting a relationship, getting, you know, heartbroken um, and being, like, terribly depressed about that. You know, I, like, I see I've I, all my love my girlfriends, you know, helped them all throughout high school and stuff like with their breakup so i know how that process goes and i feel like i've kind of experienced it just from like ex- like from seeing it happen to my friends and stuff so 
I just do you think you're scared that's not even honestly that's not even what turns me off about relationships with breaking up it's not because I feel like I would not get in a relationship with someone in the first place that I would be almost breaking up with even though I can't put that expectation in a relationship I just started but like I do you feel like you almost are scared or you're you kind of push that away because you already have that thought process going into it Possibly. I think I think it's 50-50. 50% that and also 50% unmotivation. Yeah. I'm just not motivated to get in a relationship yeah. or try. I, I mean, I think I'm, I'm in a really good place where I love myself right now. Like, mm-hmm. I love my body. I love the way that I look. I love what I have, you know. And, and I'm like, no one's really gotten that from me except me at this point. So right. until someone has something to offer, then we'll talk. No, yeah. it's not even. No, that's not, that's so that that's awesome. Yeah. And it's like, I, I, I don't really want to see it like that, but. Well, I, I, I think that is a good to way to see it. You shouldn't ever settle or, you know, be with someone just because you feel pressured to be with someone. Like, whoever you are in a relationship with should be definitely yeah. offering and adding to your life. Because yes. if you're good on your own, then it's we like if you're been- fulfilling yourself in all those ways, you know. And that's actually really good because that's what they tell people to do is, like, fall in love with yourself first. Be the person yeah. who you would want to date. Right. Oh, I love Honestly, that. your first relationship, if it's someone who really, you know, gets you that point is probably, I would say, like, would probably have a better chance of lasting. Right. Because, I mean, I've fine tooth combed everything right. up until that point. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And let's say I fall in love and it doesn't work. That's life. That happens to everyone. I feel like at one point. Yeah. I'm not. Gonna... Everyone has to experience. Yeah. Heartbreak but, of some sort. Mm-hmm. I mean, some and people, I, yeah. I guess, maybe don't, but that's very rare. And oh, believe me, I've fallen for straight boys in the past. I I know what a good heartbreak feels like, but not like a heartbreak of like dating someone for months, years, you know. Yeah. And then cutting that off. That's like a whole level of like yourself that's breaking off from you, I feel like. Yeah. At that point. I know heartbreaks suck. I know that for a fact, even though I haven't like kind of experienced the full force of Mm -hmm. one. But yeah, that's kind of like our take (laughs) on dating, I guess. You know what you were telling me the other day and I was kind of like really proud of you for is that you said that you could hit up anybody from your past relationship wise and they would immediately answer and want to talk to you because you never cut ties with anyone that is your ex or anyone that you've dated. You never burn the bridge no yeah. matter what the situation is, especially with relationships. So many relationships end in burning flames. Yeah. Out of all the relationships that you've had, you said in confidence and I believe you too. I've met your, yeah. I've met your exes, two of them actually from the top of my head and it's like, yeah, no, they love you. At the end of the day, they still love you. You just don't love them anymore. Yeah. And, it's, and that's I, I okay. Mean, well, here's the thing. It's really interesting because the way that I've always dated growing up were like all of my boyfriends were my friends first. Mm-hmm. So we were just like friends. And then it kind of like moved forward like more to in a, like a relationship. So that's actually why I don't really love dating all that much is because I was friends with guys for so long. So I understand what's going on in their minds on the other end of it. You have the mind of a guy in a lot of ways. Yeah. Or I've just like seen it and experienced and heard their, you know what I mean? Their Mm -hmm. stuff. But um, I don't know. I feel like since it started on a friendship level that it doesn't matter where the relationship takes you. I can still always appreciate that friendship that we had yeah, and who they were as a friend prior to ever hooking up or yeah. ever doing anything. You yeah. know what I mean? At that point of you dating them, like, you know, you already love them. Exactly. Um, and so I think that, yeah, literally every single 
one of my exes I could hit up and like have a conversation with and they would yeah be happy to answer the phone oh yeah 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 Yeah. but you know what I mean I'm very much that person I just don't like having drama with people in general and I think that usually if that's the case then I don't keep people in my life that like I don't like or they don't like me yeah it's like a relationship is like if you're not mutually benefiting from it then I kind of just like not working exactly but um no for all of my exes like I don't talk to them on regular basis but if I picked up the phone and called any one of them, yeah, I, they would answer for sure. That, that should be the case for anyone. Yeah, like, but know. I think that's also too what's been hard for me bringing it back to like dating in LA, is that I'm so used to being friends with all these guys and and you know that's been my whole life is I've been friends with guys and just had a few girlfriends and all of my girlfriends, we are so we hate drama. We're so upfront like. Literally, if something pisses me off, I'll be like, that pissed me off. And I'll call them out. Yeah. I mean, I think you've even seen me do that with my friends. No, yeah. And we'll just talk about it. And then it's done. Like, it's mm-hmm. literally done. So There's never really a time where, like, you hold a grudge on someone and they don't know about it. Like, Yeah, like, I'm never keeping things on the inside. If something pisses me off, I'll say it. But then here I am becoming a makeup artist and getting thrown into L.A. in a predominantly female industry. And it's so catty. And even the guys that are in it. Probably some of them have more estrogen running through their veins than me. Me. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I mean? It's just a very toxic industry that is so opposite from how I was brought up. And I feel like almost drama has like gravitated towards me because of that or something. I don't know. But it's just I've probably endured more drama in the last two years than I have in my entire life. Um, But I'm not friends out here with guys like how I have been my whole life. So it's really hard for me to like just be dating because I'm like, I know what you want at the end of the day. And that's Mm -hmm. how life is at this point when it comes to like dating with um, apps and everything. Like people just want to hook up. And I feel like no one in LA wants to commit because they're just one swipe away from someone better or you know what I mean? There's so much like opportunity out there. So they're always thinking like the grass could be greener when in all reality, if you find a good genuine person out here, friendship or dating wise, like snatch them up and and really cultivate that relationship because honestly, it's rare. It's rare. Very rare. So, (laughs) so, um, wow. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's kind of like our, 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 our dating in LA experience. (laughs) Well, we we tried bringing it up first episode, but we kept getting sidetracked and (laughs) we got more so into like dating apps than dating in LA. Which dating apps is a huge part of dating in LA. So not surprised it transpired, but, um, you know, it's also funny about living in LA is that everybody in LA at some point needs roommates. You know, I've, I've been through my phase with that and you're, you have a roommate and, (sighs) <sighs> something about roommates, especially moving in with your friends or moving in with someone that like also needs a roommate on one of these apps. There's apps for it. Like let's say if you're moving into a house that already has two people living into it. I just think that roommates in LA never work out to some capacity. There's always going to be a kind of like a, a negative thing that comes along with roommates i think a lot of times people move to la they need roommates and well, they hurry i don't up think it's get... just la i think this is just roommates oh yeah in yeah um yeah yeah um when people kind of like rush into like that 
it's, it's, it's almost like committing in a relationship. It's like you're being married to someone for 12 months. You know, you sign that lease with them or whatever it is. Like, that's such a commitment. And that, like, that pressure of, like, keeping things under control for 12 months, I feel like something always happens. Like, <laughs> um, roommates fucking suck. I just, yeah, I think that you haven't had good really or experiences with roommates, and it's kind of, like, put a dent in some of your relationships. But... I actually have had opposite experiences. I have videos of like roommates I had in makeup school. Sorry, I cut you off. I had videos of people in makeup school that I would walk into their room because they shared two rooms and I would just video record what they what they lived in. And like my, my it would be OCD spotless. Everything smells good. It's clean and organized in my room, their room. Like there's like gum stuck to the, the, the wall. Like you can't even see the floor because there's clothes everywhere. There's trash everywhere. There's makeup everywhere. I just like you're you're always being in with someone that's super clean and has it together until, you know, a week, a month goes by and you're like, oh, this is what you, you, I mean, you really do find out everything about a person once you live with them you know like you're sharing the same fridge with them pantry you know half the time toilet with them it's like like oh even that too is like sharing a bathroom with someone else yeah even if it's your best friend like i just i'm i'm definitely over that like yeah you had grown yeah i have a different take on it um i've actually had a lot of really good roommate experiences but i mean number one thing about being roommates with someone is you have to have good communication with each other because if you can't communicate then you're going to be living in hell yeah and if you're too scared to speak your mind or whatever like you will be living in hell so um you definitely just need to be able to communicate and i think as long as that is down and and you kind of set boundaries then it's it's fine i mean there are situations that obviously it wouldn't i wouldn't prefer to live with people but i'm friends with all of my roommate my past roommates i've actually lived with my best friend and we became closer um but yeah i think that it it just depends on the situation my sister actually lived with um i think it was four of them or five of them in a house and they're all girls her best friends from college and they were all so close so i just think it depends on the relationship like when I went to go to college I was going with my best friend and um the one that I was sharing the bed with this past weekend and literally everyone told us do not be roommates do not move in blah 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 and we knew that we would be fine and we did and it was fine like we had very different um lifestyles like I was a lot messier and she was definitely like more organized but like we had boundaries so none of my stuff like crossed you know that side of the room and I'm not like a dirty person. I'm just like messy. So I'll have, and I've actually gotten a lot better, but I'll have like, yeah, I don't have like food and dirty dishes or like, it doesn't stink in your room. Yeah. Things are clean. They're just not, they're just like clothes over the floor. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever. And, um, I've actually gotten a lot better with it as I've gotten older because now it kind of stresses me out, but I, I have such bad ADHD, like something about it. Growing up, I could clean my room and in five minutes it'd be a mess and I wouldn't even know how it happened. My mind is just so like <laughs> not there all the time. I'm thinking of whatever, but mm. yeah, my room just becomes a tornado. But like I said, not as much anymore. And I think something that's really important too is like you have to have that respect factor for your roommate. 
and you always have to keep the common areas at least clean. Like if I have a mess, it's in my room. My mess isn't yeah in the common areas. But I'm, and if it but is, it's saying, for like a day or less, yeah, like until I can move it. But but once it is a mess in your common room, that's, that's a problem. That's what I'm saying. Hey, yeah, they're they're just oh, there's gonna be always pros and cons, and conversations are gonna have to be just things gotta be discussed throughout the lease with each other, but. Yeah, sometimes just problems aren't solvable and you just got to like move out on your own. And that's kind of like what happened with me. And I just I just figured at the end of the day, maybe I'm the one that's a shitty roommate. Like I'm the one that likes things to be clean at all times. If you see my apartment, it's very much like an OCD person's dream. And um, of course, I can be relatable and have like a shirt on the floor every once in a while. But like, no, my house is constantly clean and I just like right. need I if if things are out of place, like that kind of like offsets my work. I work from home. So it's just like, I need things just to be exactly the way I left it. No one needs to be here living with me to alter anything. So yeah. that is kind of like where I'm at on that. And, but no, but also I think there's a downside about living alone as well. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, yeah, living alone is interesting, especially like being your own boss and you know, like kind of just having your own world, you know, personally living alone and also like business wise too. Like you're kind of like running your own. Like I, I think that me living alone has been the best decision, but I can also say that I've like been in like the worst ruts and like depression almost living alone because you know, you live alone, you have these like kind of spiraling thoughts and no one's there to kind of like pull you out of that. And mm -hmm. I'm such an extrovert too. So like yeah. I, I, I feed off of those, you know, high energy, you know, going out, having conversations, you know, just other people I feed off of. And of course I have that introvert factor as well, which gets fulfilled at all times because I live alone, but you know, it's easy to kind of like get distracted and not like have like a structured schedule or routine throughout your day because there's no one, no one's telling you what to do. Like you literally can do anything you want, which sometimes makes you do nothing and just kind of question your life at the end of the day. And yeah, I just think as long as you live alone and you're making time for friends, family and social life, and you know, you're getting out of the house and not becoming a hermit, um, which I've kind of made, I've kind of fallen into every once in a while, but yeah, just take care of yourself no matter who you're living with. Mental health is always first, but yeah, yeah. there's definitely pros and cons. About it's definitely alone. mental health and communication, mm -hmm. even if it is with yourself, like, when you realize that you're getting to those points and yeah. like trying to being able to like pull yourself out of them. Cause right. It happens in life. You know, everyone yeah. goes through those phases where they're in ruts or kind of like depressed or more like wanting yeah. to be hermit mode. But I think those are always the most like biggest transitional phases too. Like you got to go through those phases to right. like find out, Oh yeah, that's why this happened. Yeah. But it's funny because like I went from, you know, going to cosmetology school for eight, hours a day and then going to work. I used to work at H&M for five hours a day. So I would wake up, go to school at, you know, 7 a.m., work, work. You know, I take appointment. It was pretty much like working at a salon. So I had this crazy day and I would come home and like pull all-nighters freaking doing makeup looks. But now that it's like I don't have that like structure structure routine anymore, it's like mm -hmm. it, 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 it kind of throws you through like a, a loop almost. It's, yeah. it's, it's interesting to kind of have – everything be kind of handled for you by somebody else to okay your world your choice is everything yeah it's up to you now it's, yeah it's i can relate with that a lot a strange transition to yeah. adulthood i will 
go out there and say this right now, I would be shocked if I ever had a job again where I had to clock in a, a normal job like Same. that. So Same. my brain isn't just not wired for that. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Um, for people who not do work wrong. like that and that's how they are wired. I happen to not be one of those people, but definitely like when you're your own boss and you are a freelance or whatever it may be, or if it's something where you work from home and, mm-hmm. you know, it is, you realize the importance of human connection. And, um, that's something that I've actually been struggling with a lot out here is because usually you meet people from either school or work in life. Yeah. And now that we've gone through a pandemic and people aren't as social anymore, whatever, like it's kind of hard to make friends nowadays. Agree. If you're not going to school or working with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so like in a way of like putting yourself in a setting of a whole bunch of people your age and right yeah in, yeah in it's, that way it's really interesting and like even the people who have i have met in the industry out here i've had a lot a lot a lot of bad experiences and it makes me almost not want to be friends with people in the same industry as mine yeah because it just i think i don't know there's something about the beauty and entertainment industry, the way that I'm part of it and how you're part of it, like specifically, I guess, social media, um, influencing, whatever that is really toxic out here. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I think maybe in general, but definitely in LA, a lot of toxicity and just problematic people are in these, these industries. And, and it's crazy because I think, Nowadays, as far as the world of influencing, like with these big influencers, they're almost like celebrities nowadays, you know, and they thrive off of drama. They thrive off of even when people get canceled because that yeah, because will introduce them to a whole bunch of new people. That's, or yeah, that's what gets them People views. are gravitated to their Exactly. Yeah. So And they do it all themselves, you know. It's like, yeah. you know, in and, and, and Hollywood, it's like there's, you know, their management is like staging these things for them. It's like. Like publicity. Yeah, like publicity yeah. or paparazzi. You yeah. Know, telling people where, where the address is. But it's like, yeah, I know what these influencers, it's like kind of like they're all doing it themselves. And, uh-huh. kind and, of they, like and whoever. They, they don't mind it, but it's crazy because I kind of got put into this industry just because I like doing makeup for the art of doing makeup. I don't like everything else that surrounds this industry pretty much. So I don't really want to associate with it all that much. You know, I'd rather just have friends who I know are good, genuine people because drama and and all that bullshit doesn't get me going. I actually hate when I'm involved in drama. Yeah. Um, A lot of people say that, but still get in drama. I I can confirm that. It's not you causing the drama. And what's crazy too is like, like I said, like I feel like I have been involved in a lot of drama situations and then I have to like pull back and check myself because I've never been a part of that in my entire life. Like you could literally ask any of my friends. Like you're, <laughs> like, not, you're, not a, you're not someone that brings drama. No, and I think it's so just the way that we're you, used to like, communicating what? is like if something's wrong, we just say it. But like I said, since I've been out here, I've been involved in so many drama situations and I'm like, wait, is this me? Like, am I the problem? Am I the drama? Am I the drama? Literally. But, but you're not. Okay, good. <laughs> like, I always have to double check and ask people who are like associated with it and I hope that people are real enough to tell me if I was because I never want to be that person. I think it's 
disgusting when yeah. people are like that and it literally Agreed. gives me like the ick about a person if they're like that like as soon as i recognize that in someone i want nothing to do with them it's not crazy here like you can be best friends with someone and like go somewhere with them or you uh you have an experience to where you like have you have exposure to how they treat you in a setting with a whole bunch of other people like there's a lot of things that can be revealed when you're in a setting with oh someone God. that you think you know very well with a lot of other people you're like oh wait you're actually a horrible person or when you hang out with someone a lot and then all of a sudden their ego gets really big and gets to their head and then they change. Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't think I've ever been gaslit or manipulated or like anything more in a actual relationship that I've had with someone like a romantic relationship as I have in friendships out here. Like, the dolls are not playing. The, yeah, there's an upside and a downside to like the the feminine, you know, energy of our industry. But there, I oh mean, God. there's a lot of cattiness that comes with it. You right, know, that just kind of comes with it. Right. So, anyways, if you are like a straight guy in LA and need more friends and are like, you know, cool, hit me up. Let's be friends yeah. because I'm missing all of my straight male friends. Like, I honestly, that's why you are like my saving grace is because. You're not drama minded either. And I feel like since you're a guy, like, I don't know, I just get along with masculine energy a lot. But it's mm. funny because, like, sometimes I'm the guy. Like, right now, I'm definitely more the guy. <laughs> looking, yeah, yeah. You're like a full beat, and I'm just, like, <laughs> in a fucking yeah, hat. Yeah, I like, didn't make up, I think, yeah. 30 minutes longer than you did. But it, like, works out. We kind of are yin and yang like sometimes i'm the girl and you're the guy and you do the manly thing i carry the traits from the heterosexual male gene that's in me of not causing drama i feel like and i i I have the masculine there's also just certain things that you do that i'm like oh my god that was such a manly and chivalrous thing for you to do like i don't know whenever we walk down the street you'd make sure you're on what is it what side oh the side of the street if we're on the sidewalk and i always make sure that i'm between you and the street right because in, in a relationship, the man should, I, I think, and I know, I know that the man should be, you know, protecting her from the cars. Right. Someone, you know, it just kind of like wired. You, yeah, you've heard no. that before. That's um, a thing. I don't think like guys are really raised like that as much nowadays. No. I don't think they're raised like that either. Yeah. But I think that that should just be how yeah. it's done. But, but I there's mean, certain- there's been times where I catch myself like, oh, you're not on the right side of the sidewalk. Let me just switch with you. Yeah. Like, Why did you do that? I'm like, I just need to be on this side. Yeah. No. And that's what I'm saying. There are certain times where like I do like you do have masculine energy or like even if there was like a bug, I feel like I would freak out and you would kill it. The you know what I mean? The cockroach in Hawaii. What? The cockroach in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you just like you gotta protect. do what I gotta do. Yeah. You have to like separate your body from like the physical reality and be like, hey, like this bug is gonna go either way. Let's take care of it now. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I guess this is like my manly mind. That's that's just the man in me. Just, right. Like, but then there's down. other times where I feel like I'm for sure like the guy. And yeah. like, I just and have like more masculine energy with certain things. I think just like, mentally you're more of a man than I am. Yeah. But I'm I more, agree. I don't know. We Yin yang. I think we're like 50 to 50 almost. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's why it's perfect. Yeah. But I, yeah, I feel like girls just, unless they have that mindset, um, and it's not like I have a problem with girls. I don't. I can get along with people. I just, 
hate the girls that thrive in drama and and love that are always surrounded in those situations. And unfortunately, I think it's just because of the industry that we're in that that comes across yeah. a lot. But yeah, anyways, speaking of um, fake people <laughs> oh. out here in LA. Okay, there's like emotionally fake and then like physically fake. <laughs> and now let's get to the people who are physically fake. Right. Me included. <laughs> Me <included>. too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, do you feel like living in LA, being surrounded by... Gorgeous people. Yeah, that there's like a specific standard that you feel that you have to look like or um, to like keep up. Or... I think if anything, you should look different in LA. Like if like, and if this is coming from my brain mm-hmm. and my logic, I think that everyone looking the same is very much a trend out here. Yeah. But I think a way for you to stand out is from you not following that obviously and creating a lane for yourself. But a lot of, a lot of people fall into the, you know, the BBL train and, you know, get their chin done and lips done. Me, me getting forehead done me, but like, (laughs) I'm not not helping my case here. Hey, I can officially say that I've gotten nothing done besides injectables and all injectables are temporary. Oh, I have. (laughs) Oh yeah, you got a no- you had a nose job and that actually was a huge difference. Like your yeah. side profile is like unrecognizable. Well, you had the best nose. It's the it was always the same exact from the front, but the side yeah. was definitely different. But I actually had to get that surgery because I couldn't breathe out of my nose for like two years. It was bad. And I literally just thought I had a sinus infection that I never dealt with. But I had a bone spur growing from like the from my septum outwards and it like pushed my septum over to one side of my nose completely but i do remember i had under i think i had like 12 percent breathing capacity out of my nose completely but you're like doctor while you're at it i have like a little bump in the side profile it's like a little shavy shave yeah because i was always so scared to get a nose job prior to um because i did really like my nose from the front so Mm -hmm. i mean it's always looked like this so anyways my whole thing was like i'm never gonna get it done unless i have to um and then yeah i had to get surgery so then i was like well bitch if you're going in by all means go in like yeah bring your little grinder and (laughs) just watch it down yeah the cheese grater for all it takes just grind it down right a nail file i don't care get in there and remove it yeah yeah but other than that you haven't had anything done like when it comes to like a bbl tummy you know the girl actually i have had something else done you have? Yeah. I don't know if I've actually ever even told you this. Uh-uh. I I literally forget I had it done. But um, I had my hips done. Like, when? how old was I? I think that was like summer of 2015. No, like 2013. Um, I've just always had really, really, really big hips. Like, genetically. And um, yeah, like I got like a little bit of liposuction of it taken out of my hips. Oh. Yeah, when I was young. I always forget about it. I forget that I got that done. Um, But yeah, it just like helped the way my body distributed my fat because yeah, it was just like something I've always been really self-conscious about. And no matter what, even after they did it naturally, the way that my body is, like I have like hip dips, so that'll never go away. All this comes down to genetics. So shouts out, thanks mom and dad, but also shouts out, thanks mom and dad, because they've 
paid for these procedures too yeah. so it's like you <laughs> fucked me up and you fixed me so like mine too you. girl mine too i had lasik eye surgery yeah. love you mom more than anything for that i yeah. was 18 i don't have money for that I yeah well i mean i think like i don't know it, it's crazy because i think like there's this weird energy around like plastic surgery and fillers and all of this and like it used to be so taboo and like not talked about and like shamed upon mm -hmm. and then it became this thing where it's like almost like you were saying kind of trendy but people still definitely shame on it too yeah and it's like look i get it like you're born how you're born and like if you want to accept that and, and if you know you want to love yourself through that like mm -hmm. fucking kudos to you at the end of the day yeah exactly. like good for you but like if someone doesn't feel comfortable when they look at themselves and they don't like what they see, like if they want to go fix that, like fucking go for it. Like at the end of the day, get these things done for you because you know what I mean? Like after I got my nose job, it's crazy. And I think for both things, it's almost like why I forget that I've like had them done before is because like when I first saw myself, that's how I've always felt. Like I feel like I looked more like myself once it healed than i did before yeah so. it's interesting how like you at the end of the day like we, no one even chooses what they look like like yeah. you were literally just born no we didn't even ask to be alive in the first place so don't be mad if i get what i get i'm not happy with it so i change some things here yeah. and there to make me happy and have a better life <laughs> right right no you actually your under eyes look really like you actually just got, well, filler, just got filler under there yeah. under there again and they look they actually made a big difference. again it was my first time well she yeah she facetimes me the day after I'm like, oh, your under eyes are killing it. She got filler. And she's like, oh, yeah, I've also been crying all day today. I literally was Another going on no sleep and I'd been bawling crying all day. Yeah. So my face was already <laughs> swollen. So she calls me, like, not crying in that moment, but, like, right afterwards. And I'm like, you look fabulous. Do you have concealer on? She's like, no, I've actually, I'm just, like, swollen from, like, being devastated, if anything. Yeah. I'm like, oh, are you okay? Because you look great. <laughs> no, honestly, I, like, felt horrible emotionally but then uh, i looked at myself in the mirror and i was like Cunt. like i looked literally. so good so anyways um yeah i literally walked in to get my eyes done and i had had an appointment with this lady for so long i like found her on instagram and like had to reschedule my appointment a bunch of times anyways i finally go into my appointment and like i said i had been crying all day and was going on no fucking sleep like I just worked a massive job, like 50 hours in three days. So I was like a zombie. Um, and I go in and I'm like, hey, um, I'm sorry, but you know, my face is kind of swollen. And the girl's like, oh no, like why? And I was like, I worked 50 hours in the last three days. And she was like, oh, and I was like, also, I've been crying all day. And she was like, <gasps> Don't worry, girl. Me too. And I'm like, thank God. First thank of all, God, second of all, do you have an ice pack? Yeah. <laughs> she was like icing my face before I went in. And I think that's literally why it looked so good originally because they put one syringe in, which I thought I was going to need one under each eye, but it looked amazing. Yeah. And then it did look all really of a sudden, good. all the swelling went away. And now I'm like, I could probably use another syringe. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, that's like a genetic thing. Insurance should also cover certain cosmetic things. Yes. If it's genetic. I agree. I agree with that. 100%. Also, quick question. Other than your under eyes, would you ever get in, in lips? Would you ever get filler anywhere else in your face? Do you want filler no. anywhere else in your face? No. I don't need filler anywhere else in my face. Yeah, you have a I mean, good face. You get good cheekbones. Yeah, everyone chin. always thinks I have filler in my cheekbones anyways. Oh, really? Yeah, I get asked all the time. Like, 
like, you have good cheekbones, but I, like I can cheeks. I can tell when they're done. Yeah, I mean, I just have yeah. a, such a tiny face I that I feel like if you I don't were to need get filler anywhere else, it would just make me look fat. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I don't think that. I mean, I don't know. I've never been insecure about anything else besides my under eyes and my yeah. lips about my face and those are the only places you've ever had filler too yeah i had some in my smile lines that i would love to fix but i yeah. don't know if like filler is the best filler you have to be scared or careful though because it stretches out your skin and then you get dependent on it and then when you get older yeah. that's why these women look like really puffy in their photos and stuff mm-hmm. um it's from all the filler. other look puffy than saggy to be honest in my opinion yeah <laughs> but it depends yeah the, there's there's definitely of course like an aging factor when it comes to getting mm-hmm. fillers and work done because you know i think you just have to be careful and, and trust yeah. whoever's doing it you get like an expert opinion because right. you might want something but it might not be for you well you also know? too i think like with beauty standards people have different expectations like some people love the fake look they want people to know that they've yeah, had work and done. And if you do, that, you know that, what I that's, mean? that's how you feel on the inside, great. Right. But that's yeah. not for everyone. No, and exactly. And then there's people who it's not. So there's also going to be doctors who are better at doing one or the other yeah. or whose clientele is mainly one or the other. So I think I'm at a point to where like I don't need any more or else I'm going to start looking like, oh, Sam, the one that looks like he has a lot of filler. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think I need any more filler. I've where, actually had kind of a lot. Where do you have it all? I have, well, Botox and filler I have. Um, I have literally. Un- yeah, shout out Botox. I have you oh too and you literally God. are a lifesaver. And everyone, everyone I'll never needs be able Botox. To live without you. Everyone somewhere I feel like needs Botox. And <laughs> it's, such a, it's such a beautiful thing. But I have filler, um, my nose bridge, nose tip, top and bottom lip, and then just chin. I've actually, ha- I have two full syringes in my chin now. Wow. Does it look, do I look like it? No. It, I mean, it, you definitely have like a prominent defined chin. Yeah. But it doesn't look filler-y. No. I think that if I started getting filler in my cheekbones, that's when things would go for the for the worst. Yeah, I think opinion. cheeks might be like the trickiest area, to mm. be honest. I don't think I even I don't even have that strong of a che- cheekbone, but I don't think that my face I don't think you need it. calls for it. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. The contour. I bronze there. I fake it when I need to. But yeah. I'm happy with my face. Would you right ever now. get any other work done? On my face. Or just anywhere uh, on your body. I've always wanted a nose job until I got a liquid nose job. And that's going to kind of fill in all the negative gaps. Like, they pretty much do the opposite of a nose job where they kind of, like, add. But they add With in filler. areas that made it, it makes it look like it connects more into your brow bone. It kind of, like, evens everything out proportion-wise. So well, they're able to, like, alter the shape of your nose with filler. A hundred percent. But by adding, not subtracting. And that's what they do with nose jobs typically is they eliminate a bump or you know they reshape your nose in some way but yeah the, with just fillers they can kind of do the same thing in a way and i love that so i don't think i would actually get anything else done right now not even to my body there's mm-hmm. i mean i want to lose a little bit of weight and kind of get a six-pack that's kind of up to me not a doctor so right. i i'm actually really I, i'm confident in the moment I love, I love my overdone lips. They're great. <laughs> They're just a slight overdone, you know? Yeah. I, mean? I would just love to like slightly get lipo all over my body. <laughs> I just need like, you know, 10 pounds overall. Just removed. Where, first yeah. of all, I think your body looks beautiful, but Thanks. where in your body are you like <sighs> about? Not to point your insecurity. Like <laughs> I'm saying like literally if you could just put my 
entire body into like a machine and it evenly took out like 10 to 15 pounds yeah, all just over everywhere it. just subtracted a little bit yeah like subtracted like an inch or two everywhere i think that like over half the computers at this point in the whole world have someone watch i i, I will not be surprised right now my laptop in front of me is recording or a- phones the fact that nowadays you can just have a conversation with your friends and then all of a sudden you're on instagram and it shows up on your feed yeah like how many times yep. does that happen where you're talking about something in a regular conversation and then an hour later two hours later the next day it shows up. Yeah. Like as an average, like talking about actually that happened to me. That happened to me last week. I was talking about getting a Swiffer sweeper to like, is that you call them? Swiffer yeah. sweepers to like clean up my, my floor on the phone with my mom. Actually, I was on a FaceTime call on my phone. I go on Facebook and actually like the first thing that popped up was a Swiffer sweeper ad. And it was actually the green one that I was, it was literally like copy paste from my brain. Like, Oh, that reminds me. I need to get one. Right. Like, Whoa. And thank God I got one because I cleaned up and the, the floors are, are spotless. But no, regardless, that is crazy how like that's always being monitored. And yeah. oh, oh, you don't think you're being recorded at all times? Say, I dare you to say, hey, Alexa, or hey, I don't want to trigger my phone, but hey, Siri, you know, out loud. Your phone is constantly recording you already yeah. to wait for that. If you think about it, everybody has this going on who has the time to look at everybody you know what i mean yeah. it's like i feel like i'm just like one in a billion that's like being yeah. recorded so a part of me doesn't really care and at this point if they have footage of me you know great yeah <laughs> what are they gonna do yeah. just like use it for their own personal is... pleasure great yeah i, I we, it just comes down to not thinking about it <laughs> at this point because you know Pretty what's much. gonna happen regardless isn't that crazy how people literally have a job to hack people or I literally have a job to spam or spam like, like I want to, I actually want to know what reco- they get. I want to like, next time they get a spam call, we should like answer it and be like, hey, we'll ask them all the questions of being a spammer. I'm like, literally, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Being a spammer, being a scammer. Um, it was so funny. My friend, her account got hacked. Her Instagram account got hacked. And um, something happened where she got in contact with them. And it was basically like, well, give me my fucking account back. And they were like, okay, if you record yourself um with this video and post it on your story then we'll give you your account back and she was like okay so it's one of those things that her people are like send me your cash app she flipped 30 dollars into 30k for me like blah 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 blah. so she literally recorded herself being like everybody go follow ashley blah 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 it's not a joke what she did were i don't know it was so crazy and i dm'd her because i'm like wait what first of all she would never fall into one of those things yeah and i never heard that and then she ended up doing it and then they didn't give her her account back and then she ended up getting her account back eventually and like having to go on her story be like sorry guys and kind of explain the situation but it was crazy they were like literally holding her account for ransom and was like take a video of you saying this and post it to your story so they hacked into her account and said they wouldn't like leave or give it back to her unless she made that video. Right. And then she did it and then they didn't. And then she ended up getting it back some other way. I don't <sighs> know. But I was like, it makes damn. Me so mad. They're not fucking playing games no. out here. It's like, it's like Who I, are you people? It's like, yeah, getting your freaking child or animal stolen and like you're not getting this back until you pay up. It's like, what? It's like borderline just like psycho. 
Yeah, it's all really fucking. Not me comparing my Instagram account to like someone's kid getting stolen, but you know what I mean. Like same kind of behavior. Well, honestly, that's why I don't even really take nudes because I'm like, you just never know that, or like blackmail people, like people who blackmail. Whenever I send nudes to a guy, I only will send them over Instagram DM or Snapchat because they go away. You just never know who's gonna like try and leak shit of you yeah. and like you know I'm, what i mean there's nothing that you can fucking do and first, i will never text someone a nude oh no 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 that's like hard no as you're scrolling through the conversation never that i've only ever sent nudes in snapchat yeah that's what i'm saying yeah but Some no people i agree do, which that's okay but i don't know i'm just not really into that all right you know the drill if you want to fly by this section go ahead and skip a minute and 15 seconds ahead and we'll meet you there I was hooking up with a guy and he like really wanted to film us having sex. And um, I told him like, no, like you're not going to like what? No. Oh. Um, and so, you know, he like kept asking like over time. And eventually I was like, fine, but you have to film it on my phone. And he was like, okay. And like, it was just mainly like yeah, the act. To protect yourself. It was like the act of like him doing that in the moment that like got him off. But like, as far as it goes for me, I'm like, you will never have that of me on your phone. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then. No, because you know he's going to keep control. that forever. Right. And do any, it's a boy. Like he's going to either use it for himself, whatever. Or I mean, like for sure freaking for show anybody. But like. Yeah. Also, no one needs to see that. <laughs> no one needs to see that nope. or in person you don't need to have that right this is a c- completely consensual like you guys are in yeah and like know. the thing is at the end of the day i let him do it but it was on my phone and then did you send it to i him? don't even know no i would never send it to him are you kidding i mean if he asked to watch it after like i would show it but does it have it yeah honestly he hasn't even really ever asked to watch them well obviously. it's literally just the act of doing it that like he thinks is so hot i get that yeah so <laughs> i get that <laughs> Wow, this is a very kind of, as always, scattered episode. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyways, fabulous, fabulous talk. I I like talking to you, Kenna. <laughs> I think that I think that, you know, I think that we'd be good friends. <laughs> so. Yeah, I guess we are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> be cool. Be I adore cool. you. I love you. I'm I so happy. That, I feel like that we were a little bit more like kind of chill this episode, but maybe I don't know. Well, I'm still kind of in like recovery mode from this weekend, so. Right. So like my, I said, my back I is had too. a lot of fun, and now the serotonin is a little depleted from my brain. Yeah. Probably some dopamine too. Um, <laughs> anyways. Anyways, yeah, great episode. I think. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to week three. We love you. We're happy to have you here. And we will be back again next week for episode four. Um, anything else you want to say? No. And good time as always. Good times. I can't wait until, you know, we keep getting more feedback from you guys. And you guys write in with questions or stories for us to respond to. I can't wait to just, like, build our relationship with you. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, so we can't wait to have that in front of us and, you know, bounce back and forth with you guys. I can't wait to, you know, just start this community. Yeah. Hear what you guys like that we talk mm-hmm. about or Don't if like. there's topics that you actually like want us to talk about. Um, yeah. Like we have no limits and we can really do whatever the fuck we want here. It's our I place. wouldn't kiss you. That's you the only wouldn't limit. kiss me? That's the only limit. 
That's the only limit. Yeah. No. Have we ever kissed, actually? Even being drunk? I don't think we've ever kissed. Like, made out? No. Even kissed. Um, I feel like we've kissed once. Should we, should we kiss right now? <laughs> Definitely not right now. <laughs> okay, we need to wrap this shit up. Okay, bye guys. All right, guys. All right, guys. Are we good? Thanks, guys. All right. <laughs> See you next week, bitches. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to another episode of Inner Thoughts. You can find us on all social media platforms at Inner Thoughtcast. You can find me at Samuel Ray. Make sure you follow me at Kenna.Reef.